Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is Monday, January 17th, 2022, and this is episode number 264 of a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. And today, we're not really doing either of those. We're not really going to look at insight and tools to build the homestead of our dreams. Uh, I've got the day off today. Uh, I decided to take the day off because we got probably eight to, I don't know, eight inches of snow out there. And after shoveling the walkway and some areas for my parents and a little path for Cody, I decided that we would mix it up and do something different, something that I've been thinking about, um, not quite in a different way, or not quite this way. I've been thinking about doing something with Twitter a little differently, but nevertheless, let's take a look at what's trending on Twitter. All right. So trends for me, if I pull that up on Twitter, I see what's trending in entertainment. Joe Rogan, and it looks like more than 270 medical experts call out Spotify and Joe Rogan for spreading misinformation. What's trending in the United States? Savannah James, LeBron James' wife Savannah wows fans with her latest photo on Instagram. Oh, all right, very good. And what else is trending in the United States? got Mike Todd, lead pastor of Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Michael Todd rubs his spit on another person's face during a sermon. Well, okay. And then in critic, uh, we've also got critical race theory trending in the United States. Okay. And then, uh, and what's happening, we'll, 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 we'll take a, I'll read these headlines real quick and then I'll pick something to read upon a little bit. Uh, according to Breezy Scroll, uh, the Credit Suisse chairman resigns over COVID-19 violations. We've got COVID-19 updates for the U.S. And... Breezy Scroll also says, The wealth of the world's 10 richest men doubled to $1.5 trillion during the pandemic, according to Oxfam. And all the latest from January at, at soccer. Sorry, guys. I can't say I'm all that interested in football or any other sports ball for that matter. In the Times Travel, we read, is the Dead Sea really dead? And then we see again, COVID-19, more than 270 medical experts call out Spotify and Joe Rogan for spreading COVID-19 misinformation. And we've got more sports news. Happy birthday, Dwayne Wade. Is that The Rock? I don't know. No, that's Dwayne Johnson. Anyways, 
And then we've got a, a, a headline on cricket, the Ashes. The uh, Australia seals a 146-run victory in the final test to clinch a 4-0 series win. Excellent. Very good. Um, all right. So that's what's trending on Twitter. A lot of talk about Joe Rogan. A lot of talk about COVID-19 misinformation. Some other information, some other trending topics about LeBron James and some ridiculous pastor in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ugh, it's disgusting. But you know what else is disgusting? I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into a rant. So, what I'd like to do is. Is, is talk a little bit about this, these, these medical experts calling out Spotify and Joe Rogan for spreading misinformation. So let's, let me read this paragraph that, that starts the article. In an open letter published on January 10th, more than 270 medical experts called on Spotify to take action against the spread of misinformation on its platform, specifically in relation to the podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. According to the Washington Post, Rogan, who has been on the line for spreading false information re regarding COVID-19 in the past, has an exclusive deal with Spotify to publish his podcast, which has an audience of more than 11 million per Rolling Stone. Experts are not calling for the removal of Pog Rogan's podcast in the letter, but instead ask the streaming service to immediately establish a clear and public policy to moderate misinformation on its platform. All right. There's so much to talk about here. There's so much to talk about with COVID-19. I don't even know where to begin. What, what I've said from the very beginning, based on the information that I've had available to me, is that this is effectively a cold that affects different demographics differently. Some more severely than others and the effects or the symptoms associated with this particular mm, strain are 
definitely, uh, I don't know, exacerbated by comorbidities, which most people who experience or at least are diagnosed positive have. All right. So there's that. This is, and this, 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 this is basic, this is basic, uh, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a professional, but, it, you know, I, I, I kind of base some of what I've learned, what I take in on my own experiences uh, having caught the swine flu back in 2009, yes, H1N1, where I myself was quarantined in a hospital in Massachusetts while I was out on a project there working on a, a FEMA ice storm debris m m cleanup. Uh, anyways, that was a that was kind of a miserable experience, but a very similar uh, similar in that um, the H one N one was a variant of something that we'd experienced before, as is this. This is a SARS. COVID virus, a, a severe acute respiratory uh, syndrome virus. We've experienced these before. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, as far as I know, most common colds are some variant of a strain of a rhinovirus or a coronavirus. And that is what COVID-19 is, as well as all of its different variants to date and all of the subsequent variants to roll out in the future. Because what is going on right now isn't about the virus. It isn't about the control of or the mitigation of the spread of the virus. If it were, these vaccines would be addressing it, but it's not. And what's happening is, as far as I can tell, there doesn't, there, there doesn't seem to be as much benefit to receiving them as one might uh, think as one, as they, one were originally claimed. You can look back and see how the 
talking heads have changed what they've been saying over time. And this is what's not something that seems to be, this is what is something that seems to be not wholly understood by a lot of people. The fact that what is being said is changing, that is science. But people are turning this idea of science and trusting science into this ideology akin to religion. And that is mildly terrifying. And so the, the, this, the, these, these, this open letter where these 270 plus medical experts are calling out about this misinformation, right? Who are these medical experts? And who decides what misinformation is? Okay? Why do we need in this day and a and day and a in this day and age do we really need more than 270 medical experts to call out on Spotify? Do we really need 270 medical experts to serve as the ministry of truth to call out on platforms regarding what they perceive as misinformation? What's the motivation? What's driving all of this? I decided the other day to watch one of these canceled Joe Rogan podcasts. There have been several that have been pulled off of YouTube. One was uh, Dr. Malone. The other was this doctor, I can't even remember his name. That's the one I watched. Um, and I was expecting to see, you know, some very, uh, some very extreme uh, viewpoints and perspectives and uh, I, I didn't. Um, I, I'm not a big Joe Rogan content consumer that I, I mean, don't get me wrong. There have been some great episodes with great people being interviewed in the past, but to try to consume all of that content in that long form three plus hour oftentimes discussion is just difficult with everything else going on and everything else that I want to consume and create. So there's that, but this 
this large group of medical experts, more than 270 medical experts calling out on Spotify to immediately establish a clear and public policy to moderate misinformation on its platform. Censorship is a very very it's something that isn't to be taken lightly i'll just say that because i really don't know what else to say i'm going to go ahead and read the the the, the next paragraph because i guess that's it it's two paragraphs in an open letter published monday more than 270 medical professionals urge Spotify to stop enabling its hosted media to damage public trust in scientific research and sow doubt in the credibility of data-driven guidance. Rogan, whose show reaches an estimated audience of 11 million people in episode, has repeatedly downplayed the need for coronavirus vaccines and used his platform to flirt with misinformation about COVID-19. So, 270 plus medical professionals along with the teams of people that support them have come together and joined forces to write an open letter urging Spotify to take action because what Joe Rogan has done is as follows. He has repeatedly downplayed the need for coronavirus vaccines and used his platform to flirt with misinformation. So basically he's doing two things. He's downplaying the need to receive a medical procedure and he's used his platform to quote, flirt with misinformation. So it's not even so much that he's actively spreading misinformation, but he's using the platform to flirt with it. If this pandemic was so serious, would these 270 plus medical professionals not feel it more appropriate to spend their time on solving the actual problems that said pandemic is causing instead of wasting their time looking for problems to solve 
because the actual problem here as outlined is we're talking about a man, a comedian, and a UFC commentator who has a podcast who has repeatedly downplayed the need for coronavirus vaccines and used his platform to flirt with misinformation. This is what the medical establishment is doing and spending its time on. This is the medical establishment that we trust, that we put our faith in for health care, health insurance. You see, this is, and this is what's trending. This is what, this is what is popular in modern culture. I'm glad I don't talk about this stuff very often because when I think about the fact that this, this is what's trending, this is, this indicates to me that this is a large part of why we have the problems that we have. Because this is where we focus our time, effort, and energy on. Things that don't even matter. We focused our time, effort, and energy on our own health, for example. And living a balanced life. Many of us would get to the point where we realize that. I don't know. That's all I've got to say on what's trending. So if you like what you hear, then I would encourage you to check out the show notes. I'll go ahead and put in some links to everything I mentioned today, including that which I spent a lot of time speaking about this article in the Washington Post. And yeah, if you like what you hear, you can join the dialogue with me and others on Telegram, t.me slash allaroundgrowth. That is where we are most active. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at allaroundgrowth. And we are somewhat active on Facebook. I recently created a page, a Facebook page that is. So if you're active on Facebook, go ahead, give it a like. There is a small group there, but like I said, we are most active on Telegram at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. So I look forward to catching you on another episode tomorrow. Who knows where it will be, whether it's in the truck or back here in the office, whatever the case may be.
Look forward to it. We'll see you then. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.